Hey, Eliza, BYU's ranked 15th in the inaugural uh, college football playoff rankings. What's uh, the reaction of yourself and the coaching staff to that? So that uh, just come out? Yeah, it just came out within the oh. hour. Oh, shoot. Um, that's that's uh, that's good. <laughs> I'm uh, still still kind of processing it. I don't, don't know exactly what that means. But, uh, you know, obviously – Get any kind of attention for the for the program and the kids is is a good thing. I think generally it's a pretty good sign of respect for who you guys have beaten this year and the schedule you've played. Uh, where last year you were fourteen and the first one and you were nine and zero, that's pretty good, I guess, is what I'm saying. Right, right, yeah, no, no doubt. I, I'm, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm still kind of just thinking about what that really means and and uh, you know. Got got a lot on our mind as far as preparing for this next week, and but uh, you know, you know, obviously happy for the program and the, and the kids and the players. Speaking of this week, what's your defensive player injury situation look like? Are you going to be get some guys back? Or are you still going to be really short-handed? Uh, we've we've still got uh, we're still banged up. You know, this uh, this late into the year with uh, not having a buy yet. It's, uh, you know, guys get dinged up and, and you get them back when you can get them back. And, and uh, you know, we've got, we've got a, lot of, a lot of guys that are stepping up and they're doing a good job and, and playing hard and, and uh, sacrificing a lot, you know, in order for us to, to win, uh, win these games. And so we'll just continue on with, with who we've got and the guys that are, that are practicing. And, and uh, when guys get back, we'll, we'll get them back and keep rolling. How much are walk-ons contributing to the defense this year? Seems like a lot. I know we're going to talk to a couple here in a minute. Uh, seems like more than usual even. Yeah, no, the, the, the walk-on program, I mean, here at BYU has been, it's just been a, been a proud, proud program. I mean, you just go through and, and think about, I mean, just off the top of my head, uh, you know, your Chad Lewis's and, you know, Ziggy Ansah's and um, – it was the tight end that played with the Ravens, you know, before I got here. I mean, there's just uh, Ben Cahoon's another one. There's just so many, so many, so many guys through the years of uh, come and, and made an impact. Uh, guys that that uh, have always wanted to play at BYU and <clears throat> maybe a little under-recruited and just, just passed by and, and uh, you know, took the, the harder route, which was the walk-on route and made an impact and, you know, earned scholarships and gone on to seal their legacy and their names or, you know, jerseys and all that stuff are all over the place. And they're in videos and the old videos of just a lot of BYU success. And so that'll continue to be the thing. I know uh, Kalani's uh, always been a huge proponent of just getting getting good quality walk-ons of guys that uh, have earned their way, that have, um, you know, contributed. And then obviously just with uh, the way that the walk-ons are being taken care of with the new NIL deal. I mean, it's huge for us to get guys that are, that are coming in and, and uh, contributing. It's it's really, you know, it's almost like getting 100 and, 123 kids on scholarship really is what it is. And so just the, the quality of player that we're getting, just the walk-ons that are, that are coming and doing a good job or, uh, you know, it's it's not, you're not really talking scholarship and walk-ons. You're really talking about just contributors um, for, throughout the whole roster. Next we'll take questions from Jake Hatch and then Dave McCann. Yeah, Lisa, just kind of building off that for a moment. Is that a, something you guys have used on the recruiting trail to this point, saying, hey, we, we, you may be coming here as a walk-on, but you do have this built bar name, image, and likeness agreement that could help defray the costs? Yep, yep, for sure. I mean, you know, when you ask somebody to walk on, obviously it's, uh, um, you know, uh, kids, kids, and, and for right reason, equate 
um, you know, a scholarship with how badly you want me. And, and sometimes it's not, not always the case. Sometimes it's just the numbers and how they fit. You don't exactly have one. And so talking to kids and trying to get them, convincing them to come, um, you know, there is a lot of value in, in, in a welcome year to, to, to have a career where you're saying you're playing all these big time teams and, you know, what we get them as far as supplements and just gear and the way you travel, even, you know, I, I, I played at a, a lower division where, where we bust to Vegas, you know, that was back in the day. We bust to Vegas from Southern Utah to, to go and travel. And so just, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot more value that's maybe hidden for, for walk-ons, but this built bar deal is uh, just taking it to a new level. And, and I think, I think that's why, um, you look at uh, your roster, 123 players. It's it's no longer just 85 scholarship players, but you're you're getting the, the quality of uh, 123 scholarship kids on the team. Let me venture back to Saturday night for a moment. Uh, Kalani said in post game that you guys went to the locker room and it was your suggestion to go to the rush three drop eight scheme to adjust at halftime. What made you think that would be effective in that game? It was uh, you know it was uh, really talked about as, as a whole staff. I mean, it was, uh, there's a lot of, when you're, when you're, you're playing like that, you know, in the second quarter and we're trying to find answers and trying not to panic and, and trying to find ways to, uh, to stop them. It's really just, um, what have we practiced? What, you know, what did players know? What, uh, you know, what, what might help out what, what might work. And, and it goes around and around as far as just who suggests what, and I may be getting credit for that, but, uh, it's, you know, all the whole staff uh, as a whole, uh, secondary coaches and you know linebacker coaches, everybody—they're all involved with that decision. And obviously, Kalani, I mean, we lean heavily on him with all his knowledge and and what he does. And I know he's giving me credit for that, but that's a that's a that's a staff thing that uh, we all decided and ended up working out for us. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, coach. Good job with that second half. Congratulations. Uh, Appreciate it. I got a question for you about the future. You've now played a half season worth of P5 opponents. What have these six games shown you uh, when it comes to what you need to do with the defense to prepare to compete in the Big 12 here in a season and a half? Yeah, you know, it's uh, depth is a big thing. You know, when you're you're playing a lot of these teams and you get banged up and you start to start to get get down to guys that may not have as much experience. I mean, you've got to you've got to build your depth and you've got to have you know guys that can come in and, and help contribute to winning. And so, um, you know, as we we continue to to prep in these these next few years, really these these last two three years for us. I mean, we've the amount of uh, P five teams that we played and, and battled with and. And, uh, you know, just, just uh, it's been a good experience for us in the last three years. And this next one, prepping for us to go in, we'll, we'll you know, we'll continue to recruit and, and get to where we need to be. But, uh, you know, we love our players, love how, how hard they're battling. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll continue to put a product, a good product on the field, the type of kids that we have. You beat the five, uh, five of the P5s. What, what specifically did Baylor show you that uh, in two years in an October game in the Big 12, you want to have different on your defense. Well, you know, I, th- I think that they're a good team. Obviously, you see them winning right. uh, the amount of games that they're winning, and um, you know they've got a chance to really uh, in, in the next little bit. They win a couple games. I mean, they're going to win their their conference, and so um, you know it's it's uh, you, you get a couple guys here. Like I said, just a couple guys here and there as far as just your depth and 
and uh, you know guys with maybe a little bit more um, uh, a few more years under their belt. You know what I mean? Where you see where the, where the COVID year, a lot of these teams are coming back with other super seniors and all of ours left, you know? And so we're playing with a lot of true freshmen, a lot of young kids, and we love our players and think that they've got great upside. And, and uh, maybe that really is just the dif- difference for us as we continue to recruit and continue to develop. Um, we, we love our players, love our team. We feel like we're headed in the right direction. Thank you. Okay, we got questions from Jared Lloyd and Mitch Harper. Coach, what do you need to see from your team this weekend? Because it's a game against a, a, a lower-level opponent, but you still want to see them play well. So what do you need to see from them? You got a swimming pool? You got kids kids playing in the back? <laughs> I'm at a volleyball game. Oh. <laughs> right on. Um no, we just we just got to stay the course, and uh, you know the the expectation is high for us. The players expect a lot. We, um, you know, expect to come out and execute and battle, and and uh, you know the offense do their thing, and for us to do our thing on defense, and and obviously for all of us to contribute on special teams, and so really just stay in the course, um, and uh, and 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 competing and battling. Talk about what Lopa has meant to the program just over his career as you've worked with him. He's he's been awesome. I mean, um, shoot, he's he's been he and I have been here about the same amount of time. He's a he's a, he's he's a great emotional leader. Um, you know, obviously the contribution that he's made on the field and just amount of time. I mean, one of the guys that that decided to come back from the COVID year, one of the two players, and so um, for him to come back and and have the success that he's having to stay healthy the way that he has as well. Knock on wood and. He continues to 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 work that way. I mean, he's been he's been a, a a delight to coach. I mean, I've I love the kid to death, and know that the team loves him as well. And he's just got such a great personality in the locker room, and and brings so so much to us, not just on the field, but uh, off off the field too. Coach, you mentioned uh, you know Lopa and and EC were guys that took advantage of the COVID year for this season. Uh, there's a long, long list of quality players that are COVID juniors uh, this year. Have you already had conversations or kind of have an idea of where some of those guys may be leaning in terms of uh, their status for next year or if they plan to move on? Not yet. We're, you know, I'm sure those guys have been talking to their families, but as far as we're concerned, we'll just uh, continue to finish the season and, and uh, get to that, uh, you know, in December when, when we need to. It was kind of brought up a little bit earlier about the walk-ons, but uh, you know you've had guys on your defense from scout team rise up and see significant snips this season. Uh, what's what's going on with the scout team that's that's cause, that's creating this competition where these guys are game ready if called upon? You know, you're playing against uh, one of the top offenses in the country every single day and having to defend them, and and uh, you know physically when you come over to our side and you start all really all it is is just learning the schemes now and just you know, fall in place. And, and there, there's a lot of familiarity with what they've done, but to defend our offense every single day is, is a big task. And a lot of those guys are prepping themselves by doing that. You see so many, so many kids just uh, who redshirt and, and who, you know, play on scout team for a year or two before they have their chance end up in the NFL just because they, they're playing against the top, you know, the top, top tier players every single day. And so, um, you know, I think that's a big, big benefit for us. When our scout team is, is over there defending our offense. And one last question real quick for me, Coach. Uh, who have been some scout team players 
that have you know performed well uh, this season, whether they've they've played in games or not. But uh, just some guys that maybe have some bright futures in the program. Well, it's tough, uh, tough question for me. Just not having any of those names in front of me. I apologize, but uh, and there's, uh, I mean, the, our our developmental crew and some of the kids that we've stolen over just just done a really good job. And I apologize, I can't. I don't have any of those names off the top of my head, though. <laughs> 